Hello everybody, <laughs> we're back for the latest edition of Robots for Eyes. Yeah, apologies for last weekend, that yeah. was a bit of um, a monumental disaster. It was, we thought we had the recorder working and then we decided halfway through basically to, to stop working Yeah, and it fucked everything up. We tried our best, probably for a good hour. Yeah, I'd say so. But we, no. we lost a, a bit of an episode as well. It wasn't very good. No, kind of ruined it. Ruined it all. So ruined the moment. So we're trying with this this new one that we've got. Hopefully the sound will be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the first time we've used it. I did a few kind of like recording tests in the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got the levels about right. Okay. But well, we can ask our listeners to... Yeah. Uh, Tell us what they think. Just let us know if that's if it sounds shit or if it like if we get like animated or something later on in the pod and we get louder and it becomes distorted or something like that. Just let us know. But we think we've got the sort of sweet spot here. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, so you owe me ninety quid, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Do you hear that, everyone? You owe <laughs> us ninety quid. <laughs> uh, have you got your Christmas tree up yet, Rob? Yeah, I have. Have you gone for a real tree? It's or real. It's a real, real one. Not much going on of it though. It's just some lights on it at the minute. So yeah, is it not themed like? I think it's supposed to be, but it's not up to me to do it. So no. I'm just letting letting everyone else carry on and do what they want to do. It's better way that way. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I think. Um, do you think? Do you think having a real tree is more environmentally friendly than having a fake tree? Cause no, they're like essentially just crop, aren't they? These, yeah, these trees. No, of course I, I don't think so because you're chopping. They're chopping down millions of trees. Probably billions of them each year for people's Christmas. But, but if you have a plastic one, okay, fair enough. It's, it's made out of plastic, but it's, you can use it for 25 years. That's true. That's so true. You're not cutting down these millions of trees that keep getting cut down. So, like, if everything went straight to plastic trees and nobody nobody used real ones anymore, would that actually be detrimental? Because there'd be no reason to plant the millions of trees. There'd be less trees, surely? No, there'd be... I'd, 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 I don't know. I'd... Partners. Have to just keep planting them anyway. I, ju- I just think I just think you're cu- cutting down millions of trees each year. Might as well just make a couple of plastic ones for everyone, and then leave it as that for 25 years. There you go. Simple. Simple. Watch on for Christmas as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. Did I speak to you in the week? But uh, I can't remember. Four hundred real Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that probably damage the environment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Partners. You can have a cool T-shirt there. Oh, wicked. These uh, we got sent from uh, some, I think three T-shirts. One of them was for Hannah. Okay, she Fair was enough. loving it. Fair enough. It's, it's from uh, Leon Hassel over at West End Inc in Leicester. And I was looking on um, like the Instagram page, and it's proper good stuff, man. So if you, if you're, I know it sounds like quite cliche, but if you really, if you're looking to get a tattoo and you're in like Leicester or somewhere like or in the Midlands, worth checking them out, yeah. man. Check them up. You know, they've got a website you're saying, haven't you? Well, it's just on Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So just look, have a look, check it out and go. Some really cool geometric designs, yeah. So we'll cheers for that, boys. We'll get some pictures of maybe Rob wearing one in a bit. Uh, <laughs> and Hannah as well. I'll get one in there. If you want to check us out on Reddit, we're at r forward slash robots for eyes. I haven't been on there to see if anybody's actually joining up or anything yet. But I know that there's some people who listen to us that are on Reddit. Can you listen on Reddit then? Can yeah, you? you'd be able to. You just link to it. So. Oh, okay. Get involved. Get I still don't quite know what it is about like Reddit. Really, I know. I keep, keep talking about it, but, but fuck it. You won't right. get involved. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to. You just um, drive me mad. No, it won't. Reddit's pretty sound. Uh, you just don't like Twitter. I don't like. Don't like any of them. Really. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to win the piece of art that Rob will be constructing for yeah, this yeah. episode, then all you have to do is share the social media post. Um, 
we actually had an Instagram winner last week. Yeah, if you want to win that, get involved on uh, on Facebook yeah. and share our post. And uh, I think that's probably covered everything that we need to go through. Used we um, used almond was it almond milk? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, something like that, wasn't it? And it, it's in date, it's in date till July twenty twenty. I shook it up quite hard, and I don't know whether that was an error because it just it's congealed. Yeah, it looks like um, uh, you know when you have off milk and it all floats at the top and separates. Looks like someone's put cottage cheese. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Tastes okay. Yeah, mine's gone. Have you drank it all already? Mm-hmm. Oh, we should have done another one. We'll get to do it in the break. So Don't worry. Do you want to get on to this episode? Let's do it. Robert Ben Rhodes. Okay. The truck stop killer. Nice. Mate, this guy is a savage, right? His crimes went undetected from 1975 to 1990. Okay. So a fair fair whack, 25 years. Yeah, but it's what we think, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 15 years, mate. 15? Oh, 75 yes. to 90. Yeah, it is, yeah. You're like a maths genius. How did you get that wrong? I don't know, because... We weren't listening. No. Are that bodes no, well. No, because I'm tired. I think, I think that's why. Are you knackered? Yeah. Bliven up. Do you want some more nut no. milk coffee? No, no, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, they, I think them years, the, uh, the, the, the sort of 70s through into, I suppose, right up to the 1990s, they were definitely the, uh, the party time for the, for the serial killers. Right, okay, yeah. They were the glory years. Definitely, yeah. Well, if you look at all the ones we've covered, loads of the, like, the really spectacular, monumental, big hitters, they tend to occur in this era. Yeah, in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah, 60s, 70s, 80s, and I suppose into the 90s, but then DNA came along. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing. It seems to track them down quicker these days, isn't it, now? 100 Before, they could just, like, do what they wanted, really, and just put them in the woods. As long as no one saw them, they are all right. That's the thing, because when you look at... When you co- we go back to the ones that we've, we've spoke about before on the podcast, so the serial killers, most of them get apprehended literally doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, but it's just blind luck that get gets them caught. Yeah, it's like, was it the Ripper? He, he got caught in the car, didn't he? Or With a hammer. Pulled, yeah, yeah. They pulled him over and he chucked his hammer out, didn't he, somewhere? Yeah. Um, when he went for a piss, apparently. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They went, they found the hammer and went, come on, mate. And he went, okay. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's also got, our man Robert Rhodes, or Bobby Boy, he's also got the serial killer job of choice, which is obviously the uh, the long haul Truck driver, the perfect, the perfect one for murderer. It's easy to 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 disappear people, shall we say, when yeah, you're yeah. on the road, especially in in America, where we're talking like massive, vast distances, like hundreds of miles of like nothing. Yeah, it's so easy, and no one's watching you, like you say. It's not one truck that goes up it every like week. One I, of those sort of roads. I just think it's the, the distance is covered by people. It's just uh, it's, it's like finding a needle in a haystack, haystack, isn't it? Trying yeah, to yeah. find a body or a missing person. <laughs> Yeah, odds are in their favour. Definitely, and they definitely exploited Especially it. Especially in the seventies, they definitely exploited it. And he made a torture chamber in the back of his uh, truck, um, which is like a basically like a mobile death room dungeon thing. Had chains, shackles, handcuffs, all suspended from the ceiling, so he could chain his victims up by the arms and legs. It's like some sort of like weird like snuff porno. It's outrageous, isn't it? That yeah, yeah. How kind of like 
into it do you have to be to be to, to to go to the trouble of building a mobile torture chamber how would you explain it to the when you deli- dro- dropping off the delivery and someone looks in the back oh, what's that there oh it's just my mobile um, murdering um, whipping device what Th- this is the thing right because here's it, your fridge bye yeah <laughs> it, it was actually in in the cab section I believe so like you picture like a truck with like I wouldn't say it's like a flatbed but it's it, Pools, trailers, massive, yeah, yeah. you know, shipping containers. It's something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the torture chamber was in his cab, separated from where he'd drive by curtains. Okay. okay. So he's driving down the road. Yeah. He's got someone literally behind him, screaming. <laughs> and the level of torture he inflicted was, mate, it was awful. Like, immense pain was something that he really enjoyed. Okay. And mental torture, humiliation. The levels of, of torture were so bad that kind of like... Murder almost had to follow. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it's just like, sorry, I'm going to have to finish you off. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's like, well, you're that bad now. I'm right, so I'll just finish you off now. And he had uh, no remorse at all, felt no guilt, and had zero empathy for his victims. But I was like, is, is that me? does he mean like he's emotionless? He has no sort of feeling? But he, I was reading about how like psychos, psychopathic people, um, supposedly don't have any emotion. Mm-hmm. How true that is, I don't know. Maybe it's just they lack emotions in certain areas. But sadistic killers, sadists like Rhodes, they're actually very acutely aware of how their victims are feeling, like really finely tuned. They connect with them almost okay. because um, that's what gets them off, mm-hmm. knowing the pain. It's not like feeling it, but they can, they, they can, I suppose it is in a way. Well, yeah, it is, isn't it? They can feel it, can't they? So He knows, he knows exactly what they're in and he's that, finally he, tuned into them yeah, yeah. He's, literally, he's literally like them isn't he and he couldn't get off with your sort of you know your standard issue regular boner it had to be accompanied with brutal sexual violence screaming restraints the sight of blood he was a scary dude mate nice and one of the things that makes this case particularly disturbingly infamous is the photo recovered by police of a 14-year-old girl called Regina Walters. Not going to get into what happened to her until next week because it'll be a Mm two-parter. But the photograph that is... I mean, you can see it on the internet. It always amazes me that this stuff's out there, but it is. Um, She's photographed in a deserted, abandoned barn wearing a black dress and black high-heeled shoes, holding her hands out like that, like, you know, in a a defensive... Yeah, yeah. Like, she knows what's coming. Yeah. Look of terror. Okay. On her face. It's... The fact that even these things exist, like you can see that you can see her last moments, see the shock and horror in her face as well, knowing that it's coming to an end soon. Well, she was murdered um, by Rhodes, and at at the point where this picture was was taken, she'd potentially been held captive. They reckon for around two weeks, right? Okay, and had more than likely seen her boyfriend murdered. Oh, okay, nice. So she knows what's she knows he ain't gonna. Fuck around. He's he, he's serious. Yeah, he's he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna kill her. He's serious. Yeah, and now yeah. you're in an abandoned barn mm-hmm. with this bloke that you know is a murderer. Yeah, and he's probably been telling you the whole time that he's had you that he's done it loads of times. Yeah, yeah. So the true number of victims um, is unknown. Okay. We don't really know. I think he his official kill count is four. Four people, right. two female and two male, and only the females are sexually assaulted. It's, it's always classically low, isn't it? As well, like to what when you know someone's like a rampant serial killer, they get, they go, "We're doing you for twelve murders," and you're thinking, "Yeah, right." And he's probably sitting there going, "Or, or she?" Going to go, "Yep, just 12. Yep. 
<coughs> forget about the other ones. <coughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it, I, I, I think that there's many, many more in this mm. in this case. It seems to be, as we'll get into it, more apparent next week that it's almost impossible that there isn't more victims. Right. Okay. It just doesn't make any sense. It's mm-hmm. like there's, it's like there's a massive part of the story missing. Okay. When you're, it's it's almost like you're you're covering his apprehension and the lead up to apprehension, and not his entire career as a serial killer. There's okay. massive, massive areas where it's missing. But when criminal investigators went through his trucks travel logs, you know, like the record the records showing yeah. where he'd been in three years before his arrest, we know for a fact that he was in the same area where at least fifty unsolved murders took place, all bearing the same similarity should i say yes very similar circumstances bodies found at the side of highways evidence of sexual torture and, and shaven hair in in a few instances shaven hair it's kind of like i wouldn't say it's a court maybe it's a no it's not a calling card it's something that potentially got him off okay which was i was, was reported in in multiple people that are just randomly found so that kind of gives like a trophy in a way yeah, but it's kind of like it. It kind of leans to the fact that these shaven-headed people found over the years are dead. His victims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially, um, and when Rhodes was actually questioned by police after his arrest in 1990, he said he'd been doing it for 15 years. Okay. That's why we know. That's where we get the date, 1975. Mm-hmm. And the FBI is still trying to pin murders on him to this day. He, he's he was extremely prolific, I think, and very stealthy. Very stealthy. Well, he's got to be if he's only being done for four. And he's he's trucker for fifteen years. He's trucker basically, and so he's obviously he'll be doing more than one a year, wouldn't he? <coughs> yeah, absolutely. And when even you, if he wasn't, still fifteen. That you, is. If you're driving around with a torture chamber in the back of your truck, and in fifteen years that you've been, no, a, one, no one's really noticed except for the people who've obviously been tortured. Yeah, and you're saying you're telling me that in fifteen years of having a torture chamber in the back of your truck, picking up hitchhikers and sex workers. You only killed four people in six months or so before you were arrested. That doesn't make any no, doesn't make any sense, does it? Do you know what I mean? You weren't that for a second, mate. They reckon he was potentially killing three women a month, which is pretty fucking hardcore at his peak. And he was he was maybe getting a bit complacent towards the end. Yeah, okay. And, and he certainly was, but you'll find out about that next week. Okay. He said Robert Rhodes himself has said very. He's kept his mouth shut, mm-hmm. and I think that is because he was a complete control freak. Um, obviously, if he's chaining women up. He's, you know, and he's a sadist. He's, um, I think, exercising his right to keep his mouth shut whilst in prison is sort of exercising his last piece of control. Right, okay. So to speak. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. let's get into this case then. Uh, and he's a proper gadget, this bloke is. He's not a <laughs> nice fellow, mate. Right, okay. He's awful. And I'll mention now that his childhood is somewhat of a mystery. Very hard to... To research, okay. as is pretty much the majority of his life, because of these, his he doesn't want to speak. Oh, he's just keeping his mouth shut. I'm just going, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, so it may feel like when we're going through this, you're like, oh, you 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 jump in periods, or it sounds like the years are passing too quickly, but there just isn't anything out there for you to, to sort of pin on. Mm-hmm. But I did my best. So anyway, he was born on the 22nd of November, 1945, in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and it seems he had a normal childhood. Mm-hmm. It could just be the absence of information. He it may have been horrendous. Yeah, um, probably was. <laughs> I, it, there are inklings which I'll get to, which do lean to that being being the case. Yeah. But um, we just don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, he yeah. just kept his mouth <laughs> shut. He was raised predominantly by his by his mom because his dad was overseas in the military. I don't know if he's in the navy, or the army, whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter. His school life doesn't really flag up anything either. Seemed okay. to get on well with people. He played in team sports, after school classes, just a normal, average lad. Mm-hmm. No signs of abuse at this point. Nice. Um, no signs of head injuries or crazy behaviour. So we're not ticking these boxes. No, no, you should be ticket. We usually go, do they wet the bed? Yes. Do, you know, have they skinned a rabbit like while it was alive? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're ticking the boxes, aren't we, usually? But not this time. No. So there are a few odd events which flag up during dur- the research. And obviously, if you want to look into this case yourselves, you'll see these these little nuggets of information. I think they could be put down to him being a rebellious lad, not mm-hmm. necessarily a sadistic killer. For instance, in 1962, when he was 16... He got arrested for, I guess, trying to break into a car or or steal something off it. In the accounts, it says arrested for tampering with a vehicle. Okay. What the fuck does tampering mean? Fuck nice. I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, was he... Was he Fiddled with the door handle. Yeah. What has he done? Yeah, was he was he nicking the, like the wing mirror, trying yeah. to steal a wheel? Was he breaking in? The f- the maybe maybe it's the um, badge on the top. He's trying to take off. Yeah. or something. You know, what <laughs> I mean? flavor flame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a year later, he was arrested for public fighting, apparently against a schoolmate. So it was just like a scrap, whatever. Okay. Nothing. I mean, he's. It's not like he was trying to beat him to death with a you know, a club made from his grand's leg. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it, it's it's. It's normal, I wouldn't say normal, but it's just lads being lads, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah. So you can see he's done a few naughty things, but nothing that would make you suspect he was going to become a violent, sadistic, serial rapist and murderer. Right. Or maybe there was, okay. and we just don't know. There is one notable traumatic event that's probably important to remen- to mention. This happened in 1964 when Robert Rhodes was about 18. His old man apparently had come home from the military, obviously been away for... A, you know, a long period of time. Yeah, and it's interesting to know. I'll put that. I might as well mention it here. But Rhodes wanted to join the Marines, possibly okay. following his dad's footprints. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I'll be a military man too. But anyway, soon after his old man gets home from from service, he gets arrested for molesting a twelve year old girl. Oh, nice. I read that it might have been his cousin. A few accounts say that it was his cousin. That so. I mean. Okay. So all right. Okay. And to make matters worse, whilst awaiting trial for this, um, you know, for sentencing, for molest- for being a paedophile, basically, he, c- he commits suicide. Oh. So it's like a two-hit combo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, dad's a pedo, your he's, dad's dead. And he's dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's no closure, you don't know what's going on. It's, you know, a horrendous situation to go through. Like a Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll turn my laptop down there. There's also speculation that... Um, this may have been because his dad was suffering from PTSD, coming back from the military after seeing some oh, next post, level... Sh- post-stress. Yeah. Post-traumatic stress. Yeah. yeah, maybe saw some next-level shit. Yeah, probably. But what, I don't understand why that make you bum boys, though. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't think... That, I mean, it, it clearly it doesn't, does it? But in the, in this instance, it may have done. Maybe, maybe he was bumming lots of boys while he was out there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, where was he? That's a point. I need to find out what country yeah, he was probably in. Probably in Vietnam or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's possible that a young Robert Rhodes could have potentially heard or even witnessed some of his dad's potential sexual violence towards his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing that was probably... I mean, if he, if he is doing that, if he's been sexually violent towards his, towards his wife, then 
Rob would have known, wouldn't he? Yeah, definitely. He would have heard it. Definitely. Um, and, uh, I mean, he kind of vaguely says that in his confessions. And you've got, also got to remember that his dad, who's a manly man, is more present well, in his life. Well, you know, supposedly. Kids, yeah. I'm saying manly man because... That's he thinks he's hard, basically. No, no, no. I mean, like, from from his son, from Robert Rhodes' point of view, his dad's just come back from the army. He's, he doesn't know what his dad's like, potentially. He doesn't yeah. know the bad side of him. He's the good side. And, uh, you know, this is the first prolonged male influence he's in his it, life yeah, yeah. and he's and he's acting you know he's out on the rape <laughs> so he's, <laughs> he's like is this what we do is this yeah this 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 must be what we do because my dad just come back from army and that's what he does yeah to it's little aw- boys it's awful isn't it yeah it is it's awful it could have been a girl i don't know if it was a no it was a girl i'm sure it was a girl 12 year old girl anyway uh, not that i'm saying it's boys <laughs> he could have been on the receiving end though his dad could have been abusing him sexually as well there was a stat the other day which was on, on the radio. It was something weird. Like, one in eight um, boys will get sexually assaulted. Really? Like, across... No, it wasn't on the radio. Sorry, no. I apologise. It was... Um, I was so my, my world at the minute, I'm just... I'm sort of just... It's all a blur. I actually listened to the Sniper Roos and they were talking about oh, was it. Oh, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, did, yeah. It's like one in six or something bo- uh, girls do or something. Because they were talking about someone... Obviously, some weird like sex dungeon, uh, like, that, yeah, like cannibalism shit or something. Yeah, but it's mad, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, the percentages are quite frightening. Mm. It's like a hell of a lot more. Just because you don't see it, does you think because yeah. you don't see it that it doesn't happen? Yeah, but, but it's, it just seems to be rampant everywhere. Well, he reckons he said he was abused terribly by his dad and actually refused to give details of the abuse when he was in court. Because I think like the the judge was saying, "Listen, Robert," he was like, "Listen, if you." Tell us if there was any sexual abuse or child abuse. Mm. It's probably better to tell us because the the court might look more favourably upon you. Not gonna. That's not 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 to say that they're gonna say that, that explains what you did, but they may not give you the death penalty. Yeah, yeah if yeah, you yeah. were you know sexually abused as a child, there's some. You might something. get away with it a bit. It'll be a lesser you, sentence. Yeah, you will go to prison, but you may not. Get fucking electrocuted, yeah. But he didn't want to say anything in court. He kept <laughs> so that's saying something. He'd rather potentially face the death penalty and die than talk and re- recount what happened to him. Mm. Okay. So it's got to be pretty bad. Or yeah. was it made up? I guess we'll never know. But I think something happened during this time because, and this is my humble, uneducated opinion, I think the way he conducted his crimes is possibly a cue and a, a, a clue and insight into how... To how he was abused. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. But you, the way he did it is, is weird. He tried to make them make his victims look really, really young. Right, okay. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Maybe um, that's something to do with his dad. I know. Yeah. Shaving heads. I don't... It's weird. Yeah. Punk rocker. rocker. <laughs> yeah. I don't the know. punk ro- rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, so he's in the Marines for about four years, and then he, yep. got, he got booted out for taking part in a robbery. So you can see a pattern emerging. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's always in against the law. It's somewhere. not as as obvious as some of the killers that we've we've covered, but there's definitely. It's not like he's just done it out the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he um, he got dishonorably discharged from the Marines, and he moved out of his um, moved back into his family home, mm-hmm. and he briefly enrolled in college. I think 
dropped. Right. But again, dropped out. I couldn't find out what he was doing in college. I couldn't find out the reasons if he was, if maybe he was thrown out, maybe he just left on his own accord, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but he tried to become a police officer. Yeah, and that obviously didn't work because of his record. They would have got to flick through the paperwork going, mm, no, son. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you done in the past? Not happening. <laughs> I found it interesting that he wanted to become a police officer. Um, and I'm not, you know, well versed in the world of serial killer. This is only something that we cover through a matter of you guys wanting us to do it. I don't really know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. So I was Googling um, and looking into police officer serial killers. And there's, there's a lot. Oh, right. Okay. There's a lot. I think it'd be quite a good episode to maybe uh, sit back and cover five or six. Okay. Because they know the ins and outs of the law, what yeah, the yeah, police yeah. are looking for. Kind of like hack the system, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Now to evade capture. Ah. So in 1968, he moves back to Council Bluffs, kind of like with a bit of regret and his tail in between his legs because he's had a crack at the big wide world and he's just got sent home, basically. Mm -hmm. He gets married and has a child. He actually gets married three times between 1972 and 1989. Again, not much is known about his wives. (laughs) You're my wife now, Dev. (laughs) His third wife, Deborah Davis, he actually gave a lot of information to the police, but we'll, we'll... go through that um, a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. He had a series of menial, non-skilled jobs, whatever that means. Um, and uh, somewhere around 1975, he became a long-distance truck driver. Right. And that's when we think, for some reason, the killing started. Okay. He, he At first, he was probably picking up prostitutes at truck stops for, like, you know, sexy time, which gradually became more and more sadistic and violent. Mm-hmm. And then obviously would result in a murder. Um, back then, society didn't really care about prostitutes. No. So, like, if he is killing sex workers, they're like, oh well. Well, it's like you were saying before about the the Ripper. Yeah, they're just kind of, oh, it's just enough ones dead. It's you know, it's, it's like they're a burden, but they're not. They're just people just struggling, aren't they? That's all. Well, like I think in the Ripper, the Yorkshire Ripper. Um, there were multiple fee- sex workers, mm-hmm. prostitutes being found horrifically hammered to death, uh, no pun intended. And they were being reported, but it wasn't like any major sort of, there wasn't any sort of big public push to get this sorted. Okay. But then a a, a young 15 or 16 year old girl, like Sutcliffe killed you know, a, a schoolgirl effectively, um, thinking that she was a prostitute. And then in, in the news, it was reported that you know, young, innocent, I think they're called innocent 16-year-old girl was, ki- and the the public went mad. We've got to catch this monster. And it sort of showed like, you know, the, the two sides of society's view that as soon as a, a girl that isn't a, a sex worker was killed, everybody lost yeah, their ev- fucking shit. Everyone was like, oh, how, d- how dare this happen here? Yeah. Yeah. And then when it was prostitutes, they were like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Let's carry on. She was asking for it. Yeah. Well, apparently so. It's crazy, That's isn't it? How say. people thought. Mad. So the way that he selected his victims, Rose selected them, was quite clever. He'd, he'd pick up vulnerable, mentally unstable individuals, young, naive girls who were emotionally upset or appeared to be crying, like runaways and drifters, the unsick, like drug addicts, people like that, kind of dropouts almost. Yeah. Mainly he'd pick them up in either diners or hitchhiking at the side of the road. Uh, he chose people like that. Because if he was ever arrested or suspected of doing something or being found with with a with a victim, he could like you know he could ridicule them almost you know saying she's insane, yeah, she's a drug addict, yeah, she's a sex worker, she's yeah. obviously on drugs, she's just making this up, yeah. yeah. It 
it's like a, a form of insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, a firewall almost. Isn't it? At the last ditch effort, if you get done, oh, well, this is just a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. He actually picked mentally um, handicapped people as well. Did he? Yeah, people with learning difficulties. Bastard. Just so he could get away with it. He didn't care what he looked like. No. He's mad, mate. And it kind of actually worked. This sort of in, this insurance policy of picking people that no one are going to believe that actually did work in one instance. And he also didn't care at all what they looked like. Mm-hmm. You have some ki- killers like Ted Bundy uh, and, o- and other serial killers that we've covered. There, there's a, there is a pattern yeah, yeah. In, in the victims. The only pattern in, in Rhodes' victims is that they were hitchhikers and you could just get them in the car. Yeah, and just that's it. Get them tied up in these little chain things and that's, that's it. it. He got his ro- he got his rocks off from causing pain. And that anyone can do as long as you were female and could scream. He loved it. <laughs> that's it, yeah. And the murders were all carried out and the tortures were executed in the back of this truck, um uh, behind these these curtains. And uh, it was it was inside he fitted metal bars to the walls and the floors and the ceilings with chains dangling down and attached to them were handcuffs so he could restrain victims in the standing position. Okay. Which he did for days and days. He also used like a horse bride, which is like um, that harness that goes around the horse. Used to use that yeah, yeah. To, to, like, to restrain them. Um, and there's evidence that he hung victims up with hooks as well. Ooh. That F- Fishing hooks. It, butcher's hooks. He used fishing hooks as well. Butcher's hooks. Oh, yep. those big fuckers. And then drive around, potentially. I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah, speculation, but, but why wouldn't he? Yeah. If, oh. you, if you're going to that level. Yeah, and just drive around with those hooks hanging into your back. Go around a sharp bend. Go over a few bumps. Could you ima- can, you can't imagine what that those last few days or few weeks of of his victims' lives were like. Yeah, must have been horrifying, Awful. horrifying. Yeah. Well, I'll add this here, as we're going to hear in a bit. Some of the survivors that got away had been repeatedly raped and tortured for at least fourteen days before they escaped. Okay. Which is so it's kind of like it's safe to assume that. If the ones that escaped are saying they were held for 14 days... The other ones were held for longer, most likely. Possibly. Yeah. But at least they were. it's long duration. Mm-hmm. That's just, I mean, terror. It's awful. And he also had a rape kit. Oh, okay. Classic rape kit. You've got to have a rape kit. Yeah, yeah. Different to a murder kit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they found it in a suitcase, and it was a very comprehensive collection of pins and hooks, like some, some big like butcher hooks. Mm-hmm. All dildos, the best, all the better to hang you with. Yeah, he had oversized dildos. Oh, okay, cool. Big, massive ones. Well, not cool, but you know what I mean. He had um, small hooks, like fishing hooks. Mm-hmm. He had industrial crocodile clips, like um, the ones that almost like clamps, metal clamps. Yeah, like on the springs, like the ones you use for batteries and stuff for cars. Yeah, that sort of thing. Ones that will cause a lot of surface level. I wouldn't say superficial, but a lot of surface level survivable pain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, he had canes, razor blades, whips, ropes, as I said, massive dildos, and hand- And it was all a really well-organised, clean collection of tools. Mm. Kept in very good order. And the police are saying, like, in cases where murderers are caught, murderers and rapists, and like, and they have, like, a, um, a rape kit, it's, it's early on in their career, you can tell, because it's somewhat muddled. It's not, 
you know, they just sort of shove everything in the yeah. bag and they don't really know what they're going to need he's to like, get them off. He's like, no, the big black dildo goes to the left. Yes, exactly. And it's got a strap for it. Come on. Yeah, he's was fucking, they were like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's been doing this. A while. This is like yeah, an yeah. engineer's toolbox. Yeah, yeah. You can even tell there used to be something. Where's the scissors gone? The I, outline's gone. I envisage, envi- envisage, I can't say a word, envisage. You um, pictured in your mind. Yeah, I pictured it in my mind, a, a massive tool bench and hooked on the wall. You, you know, you, they have that sort of like a hold panelling and then they like yeah, draw they around draw the around tool. And just like dildos <laughs> yeah, and yeah, hooks yeah. and all sorts of shit. <laughs> Definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah. But um, they they remarked that the, the contents of his rape kit was was so, so accomplished and so sort of thorough. He'd mm-hmm. been doing this a long, long time. This right. wasn't something he'd cobbled together. Uh, the tools were designed to cause as much screaming as possible. Super, okay. Superficial surface level pain, which nice. obviously would just wear you down over time. Yeah, because pain is physically exhausting, isn't it? Yeah, and then he's just gonna, you know, then he's just gonna be like, just killed me. Yeah, once he's bored of you. Yeah, yeah. Once you, once you're not screaming, or or protesting, if you're just lying it's, there, taking bored, he'll just go, oh, I'm gonna kill you now. Then he'll just fuck you off, then, mate. If you're not screaming. On to the next, and that's what he would do. He would literally dump you and then go out and grab another. Nice. And in some instances, the same day. Okay, so he didn't mess around then. Didn't fuck about. Well, uh, should we have a coffee then? One of I these think so. Clotted cream, clotted, C- cl- clotted walnut coffee, or whatever it is. Cottage cream coffee. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> go through his murders and apprehension next week but, oh, okay but it's important to remember the whole time of during his killings right up to just before i think a few months before he was uh, he was arrested he was married and actually had a child nice i don't know how often he saw his child though well probably not much if he's trucking around everywhere and raping he ain't got time for it he hasn't got time to especially like, when's daddy coming home well he's out trucking and he's raping as well so you know if he's not trucking he's raping and then he's tired after the raping, so he needs to go home and he needs to go to the back of his van and sleep, and he's back at work again. Apparently, he spent one stint, one stint, three months away from home. Okay, on a raping spree. Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he was also balls deep when he was at home into the Houston BDSM scene. So, I mean, yeah. Weren't we all back in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. It's an 80s thing. And his, his trucker name, the handle he used on the radio, you know, the ones like Dem4 Charlie and the talk yeah, yeah. it was uh, Whips and Chains. Whips and Chains. Which was apparently a reference to, um, you know, his uh, his interest in... Yeah, <laughs> Whips and Chains. There's actually, there's a picture of him on the uh, interwebs somewhere. You can track it down fairly. If you just Google Robert Rhodes and mm-hmm. just keep looking at images, you'll find it. And it was taken at a swingers party and he was, he was like, he's got like these leather restraints on and like chains and shit all around him. Okay. And he went as a, a submissive sex slave, which is odd considering he was a sadist and wants to be in control. Okay. But I, I suspect that was because, you know, this is fancy dress. It's all make-believe. Yeah, it's not real. Go with something radical. Yeah, just let's, let's, let's change it up a bit. Come on. I want to go as the Let's slave away, today. I'm going as I'm going as the slave. This would never happen in reality. <laughs> <laughs> His third wife, uh, good old Deborah Davis, Big Debs, she gave lo- police loads of information about his 
weird, like sadistic sexual urges, and his love of seeing people in pain. He liked pain so much that when Deborah was hospitalized through illness, I think she had like lupus or something. Hmm. What he'd do is when he was visiting her and sitting at the side, he'd get sexually aroused at seeing her in pain. And he even tried to get in bed and fuck her one time whilst whilst in hospital. Him. Yeah, but it's like he like it got he got super turned on from the but it's not even sexy pain, it's ill pain. Yeah. It's like, oh have you got the flu? Yeah, yeah. Got a headache. Yeah. Okay. Runny nose, fucking tent pole. He loves it. Got the shit. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So turned on, man. Just by pain. <laughs> but it's not even sexy pain. He would love a hospital then, wouldn't he? Oh, a, yeah. A, a ladies only hospital. It'd, uh, it'd be in his element. He probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to walk in. He probably <laughs> would have done his load <laughs> yeah. before he's walked in. He'd be like, oh, fuck. A ladies only A&E. <laughs> he'd be the head doctor. <laughs> he would, wouldn't he? He'd love it. He'd fucking love it, mate. Apparently the couple, the the, the, uh, the lovely couple, met in a, a bar in the mid-80s. And Rhodes was dressed up as an airline pilot, complete with hat. And he was chatting uh, Deborah up. And she was that impressed. They got it on. Six months after she was with him, six half a year was when she realised he wasn't an airline pilot. <laughs> Oh dear me! He was a truck pilot. Truck pilot, yeah. He flies <laughs> trucks. <laughs> I mean, and you didn't run at that point when he's clearly been lying to you. Yeah, ridiculous. Initially, everything was cool. There was gifts, flowers, love, and affection. But as time went by, he changed and revealed his true self. And that's what everyone does, isn't it? When they get relaxed, mm. they start to change. He became very controlling telling her what to wear and how to put a makeup on. His attitude towards sex in particular, she remarked, changed. And like for a laugh, every now and then he'd just slap handcuffs on her. Right, okay. But it wasn't like, at this point, he wasn't being a sadist. He was just doing handcuffs, yeah. He'd bang them on just to get a reaction. To see what she'd do. And if she's like, ooh, kinky, let's take that upstairs, he'd be like, yeah. But she was like, get the fuck, what are you doing? Yeah, that yeah. was her attitude. Uh, she yeah. didn't, didn't like it. Um, he should have ran when he said he was an airline pilot. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you doing with him still? So charismatic, she stayed by him. Airline pilot. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> uh, once he was confident with her after banging, you know, handcuffs on, and mm-hmm. she was more, I wouldn't say she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't open at all to anything, but she kind of just went with him by the sounds of it. Right, okay. He's like, I could just drag her along. He, uh, he started taking her to BDSM swingers parties, get in, mm-hmm. get in 80s. there, son. Yeah, yeah, Got to yeah. get in there. Yeah. Uh, which she didn't like, unsurprisingly. She just wasn't into it. And she was like, "What?" he was like, what's wrong with you? Why are you, why don't you like this? He was kind of like trying to put it back on her mm-hmm. that everybody should be involved in this. Yeah, yeah. You're the... Look, there's a party and everyone's loving it. You're the weird one for, for not liking mm-hmm. it. And he persuaded her to attend a party at a married couple's house. He was like, listen, okay, if you don't want to attend a full-on orgy... Let's let's go to a beginner's class, so to speak. A beginner's class? Yeah. Like an orgy class. Yeah, yeah. And she said it was terrifying because after a few drinks, because there's only two of them, mm-hmm. it's like Robert and Debs, and then you've got the other couple. Yeah. They did like the couple swap, and the, gu- the guy tried to, to drag Deborah upstairs. Mm-hmm. Essentially, he's trying to rape her. Yeah. Because she, she was protesting and didn't want to go up. Mm-hmm. Had to fight him off. She ran back down into the lounge. Uh, when she got in, her husband, Robert Rhodes, was there fucking that other bloke's unconscious wife. So he's, that's just flat out rape. Yeah. You've just, caught him, out. You've yeah. just caught him raping someone. Mm. But she still stayed with him. Right, okay. She's under that spell, mate. Yeah. She claimed he went on to verbally, physically, and sexually abuse her on a regular basis. No shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, a random man turned up at her front door. Um, turns out Rhodes had hired a dude to be a personal sex slave. 
Di- like a dial a gimp almost. Dial a gimp. She was like, "What is this?" And he was like, "Yeah, you can just, you've been, I've been hired. You can do whatever you want to me." And she was like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, I've got my mask on and everything. Come on. You know what I mean? He was like, "I just want to spice things up in the bedroom," and he hired a gimp. That's, yeah, that's a bit extreme, isn't it? Yeah, it is. How are you going to spice it at Robert Rhodes? You're a sadistic murderous tool. What are you going to spice I'll, it up I'll, in the bedroom? I'll bring a With gimp what? In. Genocide. Yeah, it's outrageous. From strangling to death. But as soon as they got married, his behaviour really deteriorated. And, yeah, that you hear that a lot, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Once people are sort of trapped, so to speak, one per- one person will completely change because mm-hmm. they've got you. And she found BDSM, like really violent porn magazines, f- figured out that he was into phone sex because she was getting massive phone bills coming through. What's, right. all that? What's phone sex about? How God boring does. is that? You don't even know who's on the other end, do you, as well? Yeah. Oh, this was pre-internet days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fucking phone sex. Tell me what you're doing. Well, really, I'm just sitting here on the you phone You can to just you, see it, can't you? It's like a, a fat six-year-old lady called Barbara with a cigarette hanging out her mouth. Yes. Watching fucking Coronation Street or something going, oh, yes, put it in there. Yeah. Yes. I can feel you in me. No, you, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's impossible. I'm not that long. Yeah. That's what mean, I'd say, but what are you on about? It's fucking stupid, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What if you like? He, like, he likes lupus and phone sex. <laughs> what a helmet. I know. What a weirdo, man. So his relationship with Deborah came to an end when he inevitably raped her and battered her in 1989. And she's a bit of a hard nut because she fought back and attacked him with a baseball bat. Yeah. Get in there, Bab. Good yeah. on you. And um, left immediately, as you quite rightly would. Mm-hmm. She didn't hear anything of him again until a year had passed and she gets a call from out the blue. She hadn't spoke to him for a year. And I'm going to... Um, the reason why he called her will become apparent next week. Right, Okay. Um, even though he was very thorough and we assume accomplished as a killer, some women thankfully escaped. And we're going to go through some of the survivors' accounts. Mm-hmm. In 1985, 15-year-old Vanessa Vaselka, she ran away from home with her 21-year-old boyfriend. Um, all accounts kind of like just gloss over that, that right. she was 15 yeah, and he was... Different times. Different times, mate. <laughs> Different times. It was different times. Yeah. But 15-year-old, isn't that like a... Come on, man. Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird. I mean, it seems to be like a point in the law back back in the day where it's it's okay. It's not too bad. It's, it's, you know, it's against the law, but it's uh, it's it's not too bad. It's nuts, isn't it? When it is, you know what I mean? There's a lot of this in, um, in the Robert Rhodes story. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple next week who were, you know, even younger. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You can't. I don't know. Twenty-one and fifteen. What are you doing? Anyway, after weeks being out on the road together, they inevitably split up because it was like a sort of you know a runaway romance. Let's go. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, After two weeks of living in bins and, and eating and stuff, fucking yeah, yeah. sort like that, they were like, "This is bollocks." Yeah. So, uh, so her partner, twenty-one-year-old fellow, he fucks off, and she's on her own, very vulnerable now. Fifteen years old, on middle of own. fucking bumfuck nowhere, on yeah. her own. And if if Vanessa was killed, for instance, as many girls were. Nobody in the family knew where she was. She was just a missing person at this point. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there's loads of girls turning up dead by the side of the road. It would have been very easy to to kill her and get rid of her. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially if they knew about the boyfriend as well. They'd think it's the boyfriend, wouldn't they? Interesting you should say that. Right, okay. <laughs> but with no money and desperation setting in, because they were completely skinned, he fucked off. She's on her own. She agreed to get into Rhodes' truck for a lift. And, I mean, she'd been in, in, her, in the account. She said loads of trucks at this point. Right, just, okay, just hitchhiking around and, yeah. And most of them were horrible, dirty, mingy, 
just trucks. nasty yeah, yeah. trucks. But Rhodes' truck was immaculate. Okay. Really, really clean, neat and tidy. Well, you need it clean for raping, don't you? I suppose, yeah. I mean, it's easy to, to control a situation. Like, if it's going to kick off and you're going to get in a fight, which he knows yeah, you will, if, if in, a clean, in a clean cab. Exactly. If they escape and they run off because you're getting your tools out from somewhere and then you're running over and tripping over like a sausage roll from <laughs> Greg's or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not good, is it? I had a vegan sausage roll from Greg's the other day. Is it good? I had one this morning, actually. Yeah, they're really good. Are they? They're nice. Really, really good. Okay. I recommend trying one. Okay, I will. I will. That's only sort of viable to people in England, unless you've got like a Super Greg somewhere around the world. <laughs> super Greg's, is that what it's called? Get into it. <laughs> um, anyway, back to it. Uh, yeah, she said that um, multiple times when she's had lifts off, off truckers in, in the weeks leading up to this event with Robert Rhodes, they would try and fuck her. Most of the, the drivers would, kind of sort of asking it as payment for... For a, a ride, yeah, 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 sort of a ride for a ride, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, yeah, the ride scheme. Let's call it that. The ride scheme. Um, but he didn't seem Robert Rose didn't seem to be bothered. He seemed sound, a nice fella. Didn't do anything. Didn't try to touch her. Okay. His his cab was neat and touch. She was like, he's all right. This fella is. He seemed yeah. sound. But as the trip progressed, she started talk. He started talking about um, well, she says he started talking about dead girls in bins, you know, and he was starting to visibly kind of like tense up and. And become right, okay. sort of, and she was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, whilst this is happening, and she's noticing this subtle change occurring over maybe an hour, maybe two hours, yeah, yeah. he pulled over by some woods, and she doesn't know where it was. And then he gets a hunting knife out, mm-hmm. and he just fucking puts it there and says, "Get in the back of the fucking truck." And now she's thinking, "Shit, I'm yeah. gonna die. Yeah. This is a, uh, this is, it's over." Yeah, yeah. So she just started talking. Vanessa's just like, I suppose it's like trying to stall it, just, just speak. Just yeah. do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try and engage with him. Um, and she said, look, if you do this, if you, if you let me go, I won't call the police. I won't report it. You can just go our separate ways. You, mm-hmm. don't, ha- you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. This is up to you. I don't know whether that was, I don't know, got into his head or whatever. But she reckons that um, he just looked at her and said, run. Just get out and run. So she did. Jumps out of the car and just f- bolted into the woods. Right, okay. Sat in the, um, in the darkness. Far enough away to, to be safe, but kept an eye on his truck. Yeah. So she could see when it drove. Yeah. yeah. And then she just ran to fucking, I'm, I'm assuming to flag another car down. Yeah, another trucker. God, it's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. It's nuts because, like, um, she she, she didn't realise that Robert Rhodes was the man that pulled a truck on her that night. Because that was just a man on the road. Mm. But it was after... Years later, like in the year 2000 or some shit, where the police were releasing photos of people that um, they had f- they'd found in in his apartment, mm-hmm. they put them on the news, going, "Who's this girl? Does anybody know?" And she was like, "Fuck me, that's me." Because apparently, he'd take pictures of girls when they got in the cab. I was like, he said it was like some f- some form of insurance policy. All right, okay. So he had f- pictures of everyone. Okay. And girls are going, "Oh my god, I remember that creepy guy with the knife." Yeah. And then the coppers have got this <laughs> creepy picture of me. guy with the knife. Fuck me, I was in the truck with him. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And in 1990, Rhodes was in a diner in San Bernardino, California. And by this point, he had an eye for spotting vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. He, he'd got a fucking knack for it. He's been doing it a long time. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's got him. Yeah, he knows exactly where he's got to go. He saw 18-year-old uh, Nicole Tuttle, and mm-hmm. she um, he offered her to buy some food. She was down and out. He had a chat with her, gained trust, came across as the nice guy, then offered her a lift. Because, I mean, in her in her eyes, this bloke's just come up to her. She was upset. He's got me a fucking burger. Yeah, he's got me a burger. He's got his rape toys out ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. no, he hasn't got that out yet. But and She must have felt s- safe because she slept in the cab next to him, which I would imagine you wouldn't do. You, I mean, you wouldn't, would you? No, no. You're no. awake the whole journey, surely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you don't know who it is. 
but she obviously must have trusted him that much if he's gone and bought her a sandwich or whatever, right? Not with Greg's take. Greg's vegan sausage roll. <laughs> Not the one that he tripped over in the in the van. <laughs> and then he's he's she's obviously got trust in him, but I wonder if she was lying there. And he's starting to twitch and stuff like getting more like anxious because he knows, you know, this is valuable rape time he's going, going into. In. He's getting into his valuable rape time and he's thinking, come on. It's very similar because she, she actually woke up whilst he was pulling the truck over in the middle of nowhere, deserted road, complete blackness. And she was like, fuck, this isn't, why are we pulling over? Okay, this is shady. Yeah. She panicked, apparently tried to reach for the, the handle of the door and get out. Um, as she did... Rhodes just lamped her square in the face, just punched her straight in the grid, bunk, and, and then pulled a shooter out and put it in the chest and went, don't fucking move, get in the back. That would do it. Yeah, I mean, you've just been punched in the face and the geezer points a gun at you and, you yeah, yeah. and there's nothing outside. Uh, he forced her at gunpoint into the back of the cab where he handcuffed her arms and her legs to anchor points on the bed and he pulled them so tight. I don't know whether it was like um, a pulley system or some shit. I'm not, I'm not sure, but he, he got it tight enough so that she was spread eagled. Right. right, okay. Either, I mean, you know, a simple blowjob from this girl is not going to get get her out of this simple no, no, situation no. now. She can't do it, uh, even though she shouldn't offer. She can't even do an offer like that. It's not yeah. happening now. It's out of any remit that you've got. This is... He's like an all or nothing type of guy. Yeah, this is the end, man. Yeah. So he stripped her naked and he put like a horse bit, it says. Like, you know, the bar things that they put in the, in the horse's mouths that they chew on. Like, right, yeah, I yeah. I don't know why. Just a sort of direct... One of them in her mouth. And then he began to stab her and pierce her with pins, right, on her nipples and, and fucking just poking her. So it's superficial, agonising pain that you can recover mm-hmm. from. Yeah, yeah. Which is designed... Just annoying pain. But designed to cause terror. If he's doing that to me, go, fuck off, mate. I don't know, mate. How would you like for us to a pin in your eye, if you're, if you're completely immobile and somebody has, has has changed you up and then they start stabbing you with pins, I would imagine that'd be... Devast- uh, well, yeah, it's going to be like, well, you don't know. if They're starting off with little pins and stuff and you think, oh, shit. It's awful, mate. So, um, Goodbye, yeah, Vienna and all that. <laughs> yeah. He also used fish hooks to pull open her lips, but let's just say that her mouth was closed. Okay. At that point. And she was subjected to bouts of intense beatings, whipping, whipping sessions, continuous rape with oversized dildos, right? Maybe he was just practicing for um, Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical. <laughs> One, two, 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 three. Some next level dress rehearsal, that is. Yeah. He started clamping... Uh, and, well, it doesn't really matter where he's clamping, but we're like, you know, them like industrial size crocodile clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you wanted screams. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing. So, what if you didn't scream? Basically, you were going to die, weren't you? He's going to get bored, and, let you, and you're going to die. Really, he'd find a way to make you scream. He's past the point of of uh, he's past the point now of uh, letting you go. He'll let you go if he's got you at knife point, and you can talk him out of it. But once you're strapped in, that's it. It's over. Yeah, either scream and try and be alive as long as possible, or just don't scream and probably end up being dead quicker quicker scream is probably the best way because nicole said he'd get extremely aroused and all orgasm spontaneously just from her reaction to intense pain so something's not right there is it like no super they've all got they've all got these like switches in the head haven't they yeah they're all, all like premature premature like premature ejaculators aren't those are these psychopath murderers it's because it's so intense for them especially with the pain and stuff that that seems to be a trait in a few of them like chicacello and all that wasn't it you know what i mean and the few other ones we've done um mm-hmm. where they've they've caused pain and they've they've yeah uh, um ejaculated Just before even being able to do anything sort yeah. of thing yeah yeah 
She's mad. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's just an in- such an intense rush for them. And they're super aroused. Dick sneeze. Yeah. Involuntary dick sneeze. Yeah, involuntary dick sneezing. He treated her like a sex slave. He'd chain her sta- in like a standing up position and uh, make her stand over a white towel so we could collect the blood. Because seeing the contrast of the red and the white on the fabric, apparently excite. And he kept the towels as well. Police found loads of towels. Oh, right, okay. Loads nice. of towels, man. But I was, if it, was he a painter? <laughs> Did he paint in blood? Some weird kind of abstract artist <laughs> that we're not aware of. He also shaved her pubic hair off. And he did this, keeping poor Nicole captive in the back of his truck for about two weeks, mm-hmm. almost continuously violently abusing her multiple right. times okay. a day. I mean, as you could imagine, she was chained up for six days straight, standing for six days straight, mate. So you Sounds g- like me, that does. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like you, mate. <laughs> exactly like you. He only let her down to take a piss or... And he, and he kept on a dog lead when he, took, when he let her down. It's like really humiliating and degrading her and make her crawl out apparently around the back of the truck or whatever so she was always chained up and under his control the whole time and he was feeding her like scraps of leftover food and on February the 1st he took her back to his his own apartment oh okay okay Th- this could be a mistake then I don't think he was with his wife at this point I'm guessing not I'm yeah. guessing not, in fact I know he, he wasn't he didn't go like this yeah it's just me, and I've got a slave, yeah. a new one. Yeah, it's not this a gimp. This one, this one's really good at acting. I didn't buy this one. Yeah, I, just, I this, stole it. This one's a free one. It's protesting quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, good. I've already come three times in my pants walking up the drive. It's great. Yeah. So whilst inside the, his apartment, he he chained her to the bed. He cut her hair with razor blades and sodomized her just just for the crack. And um, when he was satisfied, he led her back out to the truck after, I don't know, a couple of hours, whatever, have a shower, some food, whatever, mm-hmm. get yourself cleaned up. And then he drove up, to, he drove off to a brewery to pick up his next, um, you know, shipment that he had to take to wherever the hell he was going. Mm-hmm. And this is where Nicole got lucky because he failed to close one of the handcuffs properly. Okay. In the, in Didn't the lock back. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he was out, when it was out of the truck, he was signing for his beer or whatever. She fucking bolted. Mm-hmm. She just ran. She went straight to a nearby office where a, um, I'm guessing, a shocked employee. Yeah, so it's, it's, I'm, I imagine so. It's not going to be like, you all right? Yeah, okay. Can, Can I help you? What's up? Yeah. Why are you crying? Can you not see I'm naked? I've got <laughs> pins from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you crying? Call the fucking police. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. You might need to see a doctor about that. So the police were called mm. and um, she told them everything. Very good description of him. I mean, she'd been with him for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. She'd seen him every day for two weeks. She described the truck that he drove, the interior layout. Um, and police eventually, they're like, when when did this happen? She was like, an hour ago. So they put a call out. This is all happening really, really quick. Mm-hmm. And a truck fitting his description was pulled over. No shit, it's still in the area. He mm-hmm. probably just thought, ah, she's fucking run off, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his truck wasn't actually searched because... At this point, they didn't know that he'd done anything. It was well, because they don't know that that's the bloke they're after. Doesn't matter. So Sorry, got, doesn't matter. If, yeah, if you've got a woman who's got like needles and shit coming out of tits and out of a ring piece or whatever, you know what I mean? Crying, <laughs> and there's a description. Just pull every truck over and look at I them. I think they did, but they didn't search them all. They just got them. They yeah. just had them there, and they went, listen, mate, we just need you to. Anyway, they pulled Nicole out of the, the, the police station, got her in the back of a patrol car, and vi- took her over so she could visually. You know, confirm mm-hmm. what what they had. And they were like, "Is that the truck?" And she was like, "Yes, that's the truck." And they went, "Is that geezer over there talking to the police officer, the bloke that attacked you?" And she was so scared. She said, "No." She said, "That's not. It's not Rhodes." But it was him. It was him. Yeah. They took down 
crucially, this is cr- crucial for the, the way that this will pan right. out. Okay. They took down his his name and all his ID basically, mm-hmm. just and they got him on the records. So back at the station, when they let him go, Nicole confessed so to the, it was him. it was him. Yeah, she said, "Look, I'm." It was him. It's apparently that's quite common because she's too scared Maybe, to, yeah. to press charges. But she was only eighteen, and she'd been raped multiple times on the road. Yeah, yeah. And just wanted to get the fuck away from it. It wasn't. I mean, the the situation was new in the ter- in terms of its intensity, but the the f- the the horrific ordeal was something that she was familiar with. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Look, it's just my word against them. I've been down this route before. I just want to go." So. <laughs> Off he went. Yeah. So they documented her injuries. She had lacerations and, and, and whipping on her breasts and on her bum. She had cuts around her mouth from that horse, like yeah, yeah, the, bar, the bar thing, whatever it is. Digging in for days, which obviously gave sort of weight to her claim that she'd been there, you know, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her wrists and ankles were badly bruised from handcuffs. She had cuts around her neck from the dog lead. She had puncture marks on her nipples and her vagina from pins and hooks. Which right. is just fucking, and not to mention there was evident horrible evidence of prolonged multiple rape sessions, yeah. and some wounds had even healed, which gives sort of a lot of weight to her claims again that yeah, yeah. I've been there for weeks. So those are the, some of the survivors' accounts, and next week we're gonna get into the four murders that his official murders, yeah. and then we'll get into his apprehension, which is quite quite amusing. And also how they're able to pin crimes on him after his okay after his um, after his arrest. Nice. This is a bit of a fucking wrong one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's um, yeah. He's, he's if people have got away, there must be loads of victims, mustn't there? There's yeah. probably bodies that haven't been found as well. They're still trying to find now. A lot of because um, a lot of these bodies that they found, I think they just sort of putting in storage because it's clearly a crime has been committed. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of his victims was. Was I think identified in two thousand and three after uh, after spending, you know, t- twelve years, thirteen years in in a police station like the basement in the in the morgue or whatever. Yeah. Fucking hell! Imagine it. It's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Social media winner, <gasps> Matt Belcher, the Belchertronic, Belchertronic, the assassin. You have won that piece of artwork. Yes, which is in front of me. Ta-da! Dumb laws, wasn't it? Um, that was last week. And gone. I can't fucking yeah, remember. Let's have a look. Weird laws. Weird laws. I think that's yes. what I called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations. Dumb laws. Mate. Yeah. Send us your postal address and we will get that sent out ASAP. And uh, I think that is everything that yes. we need to cover. Well done, well done. Right. So, social media. Oh, yeah. You need to contact us on Facebook. Talk to us. Tell us what you think. Uh, tell us... With especially with this episode, tell us how it sounds because we've got the new recorder and we're just trying to get the right levels and everything right on it. Um, it sounds to us it, like it's okay, but we're not too sure until it's... Yeah, just give us the heads up. Yeah, yeah, just tell us what you think. Talk to us. I probably won't reply. <laughs> Rob, but <won't>. Rob <laughs> will answer it and then it'll look, you'll see red and then it'll just it'll leave you there. Yeah. And then so you'll get lost. Guy. <laughs> type of guy I am. Right. If, you, if you want to win the art, get on the um, whatever social media platform you're on, give it a share. Sharing yes. really helps because not only does it, you know, show that you're interacting, your mates get to see what you're listening to and they'll probably like it as well. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, Hopefully. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the more you share, the better. Yeah. And we're going to do, we started doing this monthly giveaway with Carousel Sniper Victim probably next year because I've got some stuff to send out. I was speaking to Sean during the week. Oh, what with it being Christmas? 
I suspect things are more... There's a higher chance of them getting lost in the postal service yeah. if I send shit now. It's true. They, they'll just disappear, won't they? Yeah. We've already so. had some... A couple of people have had uh, pieces of your, like your um, artwork yeah. go missing in the post. Have they? Yeah. Mm. I've had to sort. And that's okay. It is what it is. If you don't receive it, if you've won and we've announced you as a winner, I promise you that it's all been sent out. Yeah. So if you don't get it, let us know and we'll sort you out something else. Yeah, yeah. We'll work it out. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. <laughs>